0: Good people, welcome to the Rod Hanna Show, my very own personal playground for hot takes, thoughts, sports thoughts, life thoughts, anything you want. Welcome to my podcast. All right, welcome into episode two. We're going to do this again. We're going to try to do it a little bit smoother this time. Listening back to yourself talk, let me tell you, it is a strange experience having to go second by second and listen to yourself go over and over every little word, every little filler you have, every little noise you make on the side, knowing that people are going to listen to this. I mean, honestly, probably one of the the, the strangest, you know, experiences. Um, It's a, it's definitely a very uh, different experience for me, but I'm going to keep with it. I keep trying to get better every week, and we're going to do this thing. Um, no sports this week. None. None. No sports. We're definitely not talking about the Bears. Though. You can forget that. They don't deserve to be talked about. I'm not talking about them. I'm not going to waste another episode of my podcast on him. I almost went back and deleted episode one. That's where I'm at right now with it. But we're going to move past that. So, I hope everybody's good out there. Um hope wherever you're going through, you get through it. hope everybody's in good spirits and healthy out there, safe. I know 2021 has been crazy. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and keep it a little light this episode. This episode... I'm going to give you a top 10 list. Uh, Not big on these, but we're going to do one just to lighten up the mood and uh, have a little fun with this thing. Kind of bring everybody in, you know, one of the things I want to do. Not everything is sports. (laughs) So I am giving you my top 10 villains. For me, personally, uh, I'm more of a villain guy, let's be honest. The villains are often the stars of the show. There are no heroes without the villains. The villains are probably the most, you know, underappreciated people. (laughs) In fiction okay not not we're not talking real life here No one knows we got enough feelings in real life right now to go through but we're not gonna deal with that right now (laughs) all right so i'm gonna give you my list um some of us a little old hey i'm 36 man i'm an 80s baby so some of these gonna be from the 80s some of them from the 90s i'm gonna give you what i got though so let's get started let's start off with number 10 it's the green goblin truck from maximum overdrive a movie that was made in 1986 let me tell you something fewer things like actually make me like afraid and legit like this terrified me as a kid like i had nightmares i would wake up sweating crying like four-year-old me was terrified by this truck with a giant green goblin on the face had red eyes and a giant, like, killer clown on the back. It was like a toy store truck, semi-truck. And, uh, you know, the premise of the movie, it's really short. Uh, aliens had taken over, like, trucks and automobiles and stuff like that. And were running around killing humans. It's awesome 80s. Terrible movie, but a great movie. That thing was scary, let me tell you. Horrifying for a child. So much so that I freaked out when I got in a semi in real life. Like, four years old, me. Screaming, bawling my eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along from that one Let me get you number nine Am I the meanest? Sure now. Yeah. Am I the prettiest? Sure now. Yeah. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town?
1: Sure yeah. not
0: Well who am I? Sure not yeah. Who am I? Sure up. Sure, I can't hear you Sure, sure not Shogun of Harlem. Yeah! So Nuff from the last dragon. Barry Gordy's the last dragon. Show Nuff, the Shogun of Harlem. Let me tell you something. Growing up, obviously, um, black heroes, black villains, you know, short supply. Because, you know, there's not that much representation back then. But for me as a kid to see Bruce Leroy, The hero, and then to have Shona, who had a whole crew, had the like the tiger skin, uh, karate gi, and everything like that running around, kicking people, had his whole little crew with the women and the guys in it. It was cool, man. Let me tell you. And yes, he was the master. (laughs) Number eight. Uh, more more recent i'm not all old uh the dark one rumple himself mr gold from once upon a time the trickster the smartest man in the room the one where everything has a price but he's the man with the plan he's the man with the power he's the one with the darkness inside of him and he practically ends up saving the day multiple times because you know a good villain has some redeeming qualities about him it's not all horror so i would say like he was definitely in my top eight. number seven hey woman hey woman listen here since your old man ain't got no heart maybe you'd like to see a real man i bet you stay up late every night dreaming you had a real man don't you i tell you what bring your pretty little self over to my apartment tonight I'm not sure you're a real man. You are. You get out. Come on, back, you back, back, back. Come on, get start to get into a couple more of my favorites. Clubber Lang from Rocky III, the best Rocky villain in the movie series, bar none. From Chicago, tough as nails, eats alone, trains alone, wins the title alone. The best villain out of the whole. So all Clubber Lang does, the whole Rocky III, is beat people down, including Rocky best villain out of the whole movie series period we're gonna move to number six Back, teenage me, huge wrestling fan growing up, NWO was like this whole new thing, man. And it was all of old school wrestlers. So you had Scott Hall, Kevin Nash coming in, running this whole Outsiders gimmick in WCW back in the day. And the third man, Hulk Hogan, or Hollywood too sweet by far changed the world of wrestling one of the most talked about groups ever styling profiling spray painting black N.W.O. wrestlers beating people down pretty much took over the entire wrestling world all right that brings me to number five imagination bell it's about time you got your head out of those books and paid attention to more important things like me Gaston Beauty and the Beast now one could make the argument and I'm one to make the argument because this is how I feel personally the Beast was the villain in Beauty and the Beast let's keep it real it was it was the Beast the Beast he was the one with the anger issues yelling at Belle trapping Belle throwing her in the tower almost eating her father I mean let's let's keep it real Gaston just wanted to you know settle down have some kids he just was looking for a wife you know he saw the qualities in Belle (laughs) They want with some dogs, some kids. You know what I mean? He would take care of everything. The real and true hero of Beauty and the Beast, Gaston. Just ask LeFleu. LaFoe, flute LaFoe, LaFoe. We'll go with LaFoe. <laughs> Number four. Maybe we can still heal you. Why? So you can just lock me up. Nah. just bury me in the ocean with my ancestors that jumped from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage. Killmonger from the Black Panther movie. Now, I personally have never felt more represented by a character than Killmonger, to be honest with you. Like, you know, we would all like to think that we are, you know, Black Panther, T'Challa you know but the anger and the rage that kind of boils under the surface of a lot of african americans i mean, at least you know given you know the history of the world and everything like that and i'm not trying to get too deep because we keeping it light but Killmonger kind of represents a lot of that Now he didn't have the best plan And definitely went too extreme And then there is some, you know, misogynistic things You know, shout out to Gaston But as far as representation and getting it right And getting that that underlining thing That you try to explain to people Killmonger is by far the best example Of that, by far Number 3 Not Jack Nicholson But Rick Flair Let me say one more thing Girls in Admiral, Texas, I've never had on a pair of cowboy boots. These are genuine ostrich. Never wore a pair of blue jeans in my life. Never had on one of those funky cowboy hats. But every woman Texas I ever knew, always, when I walked out the door, said, there goes the all-around cowboy. Rick mother effing Flair. Styling, profiling, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Son of a gun. There is only one Rick Flair. And that's my second wrestling entry into this list. But to be honest with you, there is only one Rick Flair. There's only one dirtiest player in the game. Cheating, doing whatever it takes to win. If you grew up as a kid watching Rick Flair, you knew you were watching the master at work by far and then the persona with the rolex watches with the with the suits and the jets and the limos the girls on his arm please everybody wanted to be rick flair period and he was the greatest villain the greatest heel of all time and we'll go to number two you built these weapons to destroy us why because you are afraid of our gifts because we are different Humanity has always feared that which is different. Well, I'm here to tell you, to tell the world. You're right to fear us. We are the future. We are the ones who will inherit this earth. And anyone who stands in our way will suffer the same fate as these men you see before you number two i struggled here between one and two i'm gonna keep i'm gonna be real with you number two and number one were kind of tough for me so i ended up going number two magneto magneto from x-men fame Uh, magneto just wanted to protect his people wanted to protect his kind that's all he wanted to do and he was willing to do that by any means necessary shout out and the fact that his character is based on Malcolm X, you know, even just, just just pushes him even higher. But you think about his powers and how powerful he was. His real power was that he was a leader. You know, he stood up for his kind, for mutant kind. That's what really made him him. So you take that, and that's my number two guy. He, he was almost number one. I'm going to be honest with you. It was a struggle. It really was between number one, number two, and this guy, number one. Kill you? What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, no. No. No, you... You complete me in your garden. My number one favorite villain... <laughs> It's an easy choice. It's the Joker. You know, I struggle with it because it's cliche. Everybody loves the Joker, but let's keep it real. Everybody loves the Joker for a reason. He's Batman's best villain. He's one of the best villains in all of comic books, movies, with Heath Ledger's Joker, or whether it be Heath Ledger's Joker, or the Joker in the animated series, the Joker is insanity personified and but he does it with a style with the with the function with a joke he gets the joke in everything and that's that's really what makes a great villain a villain isn't just being a villain just being a bad person a villain has a style to himself he has an agenda obviously you know and people do you know get hurt sometimes but hey you know it's villainy Uh, somebody's got to do it so and that's it. That's that's my list right there. Top ten list, so we'll go over it one more time. Number ten, the green goblin truck from Maximum Overdrive. Number nine, shownup, the Shogun of Harlem. Number eight, Mr. Gold rumple Steel Skin the Dark One. Number seven, James Club Number six, the NWO. Number five, that's G-A G-A-S G-A-S-T-O G-A-S-T- Gaston, number four, Killmonger, number three, Woo, Rick Flair, number two, Magneto, and number one, my top villain, the Joker. And that's it. That's the whole list right there. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast again. Uh, episode two is done. If you want to get in touch with the podcast, so suggestions, uh, comments, complaints, whatever. The email for the show now is the Rod Hanna Show at gmail.com so that's t-h-e-r-o-d-h-a-n-n-a-h-s-o-w at gmail.com so go ahead and drop me a line let me know how you feel in the podcast and uh like i said hope everybody's well healthy and living life man we only got one of them so might as well live it all right peace